Don't underestimate the value of having positive people around you and other entrepreneurs who can support you in asking those powerful questions that get you out of the judger pit and into the learner mindset. You work hard in your business. On the Profit by Design podcast, we ask the big question. What has your business done for you lately? Hi, I'm Dr. Sabrina Starling. I'm the business psychologist, the author of The Four-Week Vacation, and the How to Hire the Best series, as well as the founder of Tap the Potential, where we coach entrepreneurs like you to design sustainably profitable businesses that give you more time for what matters most and more money in your bank account than ever. Because after all, we believe work supports life, not the other way around. Weekly on the Profit by Design podcast, we bring you tips, tools, and strategies from our own experiences and from the experiences of our guests who are entrepreneurial thought leaders and real life entrepreneurs, all to support you in making intentionally profitable and sustainable business decisions to live the lifestyle you desire. Hello, and welcome to the Profit by Design podcast. Today, we have such an important topic. I cannot wait to dive into it with you. We are going to talk about how to eliminate PETA clients from your business. You know, the pain in the assets clients, how to set your business up so that you don't have to deal with these difficult people. And, you know, if you're asking yourself, I can't believe I'm having to deal with this situation. What kind of person does this? How am I going to fix this and make them happy? That's a terrible position to be in. And it happens to so many of us sometimes over and over in our businesses, those PETA clients. And so in today's episode, we're going to dive into understanding why the PETA clients are finding your business. I really want to dig in with you and help you identify two of the most common gaps that exist that make you vulnerable. And I want to talk to you about the toll that having these types of clients in your businesses is taking on your mental health and on the profit, not to mention how it's impacting your team. So we're going to get into all of that. And then I'm going to talk to you about what to do to eliminate how to get rid of these PETA clients and completely up level your business. And guess what? Because this is the Profit by Design podcast, I'll also be talking to you about the impact on the profitability of your business when you stop serving these PETA clients. So I'm your host. I'm Dr. Sabrina Starling, the business psychologist, the author of the international best-selling How to Hire the Best series and the four-week vacation. So thank you for joining me here on the Profit by Design podcast. We record live here every Friday at 1130 Central on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. I also want to share with you before we dive in that Q4 is upon us. Like, oh my goodness, right? 2023 is coming to a close and we are going right into Q4. So if it's important to you to really master your time and profit in Q4, I've got something for you. Give us 20 minutes of your time. Take our Better Business, Better Life assessment and we'll show you how to master your time and profit for Q4. Go to tapthepotential.com forward slash assessment. You will get immediate feedback on your level of burnout, as well as the gaps that exist in your business currently that are contributing to you being burnt out 
So you're going to learn when you take this assessment exactly where to focus your time on your $10,000 an hour activities in your business that will free up your time and make you more profitable in Q4 and going into the next year. So head on over to tapthepotential.com forward slash assessment. Give us 20 minutes and we'll give you that feedback. Also, we will send you a signed copy of the four-week vacation. Okay, so with no further ado, we're going to dive into these PETA clients and how to eliminate them from your business. So I say that PETA stands for pain in the assets because really they impact the profitability in the business in multiple ways. And it's often ways that are hidden and unseen in the business. And I think when you become more aware of just paying attention to them and how they're living in your head, how they're taking up headspace and how they're impacting your mental health. And I give you some tools today to protect your business and yourself and your team from these types of individuals. I think it'll make a really big difference for you. So I'm really glad you're here with me today. So let's talk about why the PETA clients find you to begin with. What is it that's going on that's making you vulnerable? So what I think is so interesting is that the skills that we use when we start our business and the mindset that we use when we start our businesses actually makes us really vulnerable to having these difficult clients and customers in our businesses. So when we're in startup phase, we learn that in order to get money in the door and cash flowing in our business, we say yes to every opportunity that comes our way. We're just so happy somebody's going to pay us to do something because that means money's coming into the business and we can survive another day and keep going and keep pursuing our dream. Well, that works. And that's a very important startup strategy, but it is not a strategy to use for the long term because long term, it just really says, hey, if you want to pay us money, we will take you into our business and we will try to serve you. And that just, it's like you're opening the floodgates. You get some really good clients and you get some really bad ones. And you also find yourself delivering products or services that may not be aligned with your sweet spot, that may take a lot of extra work for you to do. So even though when you say yes, it means money comes into the business, there could be a lot of cost on the back end of the business in dealing with these difficult clients and customers. And the other reason that we become vulnerable to having difficult clients and customers in our business is cash flow issues. So if you've been in business for a long time and you struggle to make payroll, you struggle to cover the expenses, you are still in that place where you feel like you just need to take every dollar that walks in the door. And that makes you very, very vulnerable. So one of the things that I love about Profit First is when you put Profit First in place, you immediately improve your cash flow in your business and you start sleeping better at night and you feel less and less vulnerable. So I highly recommend if you have not put profit first in place in your business that you consider doing that. And by the way, we have the Better Business, Better Life jumpstart going on. And this is a great time for you to learn about putting profit first in place in your business and reduce your vulnerability. So if you want to register for that, head on over to tapthepotential.com forward slash jumpstart. So there's also some gaps that 
leave you very vulnerable in addition to what I've already covered. And that is if you have any tendency towards people pleasing, where you want to make every client and customer happy. I used to have that and it was so bad. Like I would lay awake at night. If I felt like somebody was unhappy with something that had happened at Tap the Potential, I would lose sleep over it. I would lay in my bed at three in the morning strategizing like, how can I fix this? How can I make this better? How can I make them like us again? Right? All of that people pleasing stuff going on. And it just drove me crazy. And that was really bad when it was just me in the business. But then when I had team members in the business, and I was allowing these difficult clients and customers to remain in the business, I was allowing them to create stress for my team members, because now it wasn't just me thinking, how can we fix this with this client or customer? Now it's my team drawn into all this drama with me. So there's significant costs here that are happening. So if you have any tendency towards people pleasing, be aware that that is a vulnerability that you are allowing to exist in your business. And let me tell you, if there's one lesson that I have learned in almost 20 years now of being in business, it's that any of my personal Achilles heels, weaknesses, areas of vulnerability get amplified with every dollar of revenue that our revenue grows, <laughs> those vulnerabilities get amplified throughout the business. And so I really believe that being in business is our greatest personal development opportunity. So if you're recognizing that you have the people pleasing bug, and it's impacting not just you, but it's also starting to bleed out, spill over and impact your team and your business, please get some support with that. That's one of the biggest things that we do in our Better Business, Better Life program is we support our entrepreneurs who are with us in growing in their leadership, which often means growing personally. So people pleasing, that's a one big area of vulnerability. But there's another area of vulnerability, and that is a lack of clearly defined standards in the business. And if you cannot say, this is how we do business, and be able to just say, this is how it is, right? Then you basically are saying to your clients and customers, hey, however you guys want to do business, that's fine with me. You guys make the rules, right? And so this is why at Tap the Potential, one thing that we've found over the years is the best way to clean up your business is to get really clear on what your immutable laws are. So those are your core values, your standards for doing business, and those become the way that you do business. And they become really powerful guidelines for being able to identify if you're struggling with a client or customer, being able to pinpoint, here's where our struggle keeps happening. They hold a different core value or a different immutable law from us. And this is why it's so difficult. And just being able to have the language to say that is so, so powerful. I think one of the best examples of this is I have really found it to have the potential because we believe so much in supporting our clients and building great places to work and respecting team members and creating an environment where everyone feels respected and valued. When we've had clients who want to work with us at Tap the Potential and we get clear indications that they don't value team members, that they don't want to necessarily pay their team members, we have said, no, we 
won't work with you because you're trying to you're disrespecting the people who are showing up every day and wanting to serve you essentially and that that's just such a big violation of our immutable laws so having that clarity on who you are and how you do business is is so important and so valuable because you will find yourself in situations that are really sticky situations and it's hard to find your way around those situations and figure out exactly how to move forward but once it becomes clear that there's an immutable law violation you can say, you know what, this is why we're not going to work with you. This piece is not, we're not aligned here. This piece is not working and we're not going to move forward. So just being able to have that clarity for yourself and even for your team members, because these situations will come up. Say you take a four week vacation and there's all of a sudden a new client in the business who's disrespecting your team and being difficult with them in some way. If they have your immutable laws, they know that you are going to back them up in doing whatever they need to do to deal with that difficult client and customer so that that does not create chaos and drama in the business. So these immutable laws become really, really powerful. I will be teaching in the jumpstart how to identify your immutable laws. Head on over to tapthepotential.com forward slash jumpstart. So we'll be getting into that. So now let's talk about the real toll that these difficult clients and customers take on you and in your team, just on the mental health side of this and what really goes on. So, you know, I think about whenever we've had these challenges at Tap the Potential, my mind just gets wrapped around them. Like I remember a certain period of time several years ago for weeks on end, these issues with this one particular client just kept going and going and they got worse and worse. And no matter what I tried to do, they just got worse. And I was so preoccupied. I remember one evening sitting on the couch with my husband And we were watching TV and he said, do you even know what's going on in the show? And I said, what do you mean? He said, you're totally zoned out. And I said, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I've been thinking about this client situation. And that was when I became aware, like, ah, this is a huge deal. And that client situation, this was a client who wasn't just causing problems for me, he's harassing my team members and had started to draw in other clients into the drama. I mean, so it was just like bad. And I found myself feeling very grouchy. I was waking up at night. I was spinning conversations in my head over and over. And I was like, there's got to be a solution here. There's got to be a solution here. Because I was hot. I was caught up in that people pleasing. I was like, I can make this better somehow. And once I released myself from the people pleasing and started paying attention to he's not just damaging me, he's damaging my team, he's damaging our relationships with other clients. Then I got really clear on the action that I needed to take. And it moved me from a place of feeling like the victim, right, to a place of, hey, I'm a choice. I can make some decisions here to make things better for us and to be able to move forward and free up mental space, my mental space, my team's mental space, and our energy so that we could get back to just doing what we love, which is serving the hack out of our top clients and customers. So I'm curious, as I'm sharing all this, can you relate? Have you ever been in a situation like that? 
And, you know, the other thing that I think is so important to point out in all of this is that when we have people who are difficult to deal with in our businesses, we become very vulnerable to going in the judge or pet. So for those of you who are familiar with the choice map and Dr. Marilee Adams' book, Change Your Questions, Change Your Life, when we start thinking questions in our head, like what's wrong with me? What's wrong with them? Why are they so stupid? Why am I so stupid? How could I have done that? What did I do that got us here? How come I can't fix this? All of that puts us right in the judge or pit. And it doesn't just impact us in the moment it really impacts how we show up for other people, for our clients and for our teams. And so when I catch myself going down that judger path because I'm dealing with a a difficult client or customer, I really have learned to work on reframing my questions. And I go to questions like, what do I want? What do I need? What's the other person thinking and feeling? What do they want? What do they need? And sometimes just even that allows me to find some common ground to have a better conversation with those difficult clients and customers and resolve the situation. And and a lot of times that is absolutely all that is needed. But then there's other times where you just have to draw that strict boundary and say, I'm sorry, we're not going to do business with you anymore because the situation has become that toxic. So I want you to recognize this isn't black and white. You don't need to fire all your difficult clients and customers, but sometimes you need that support from a coach, from other business owners around you to help ask you those learner questions to pull you out of the judger pit so that you can find some better solutions. And I'm reflecting on a conversation that we had in one of our Better Business, Better Life groups maybe a couple of months ago now, where a business owner shared a really big challenge and some potential legal issues that they were dealing with and looking at, should I, should they initiate legal action? And, you know, everyone in the business owner said, you know, I don't want to go that far. I don't want to have to put all that energy and money into taking legal action. And so the group was so beneficial. There were probably about six of us on the call total. And Every one of us had different questions to ask and shared some experiences with how we had dealt with those kinds of situations in the past. And that business owner walked away from that call with some really good middle ground strategies that helped him find a way forward with this particular client and customer that was where things had just gotten so difficult. So don't underestimate the value of having positive people around you and other entrepreneurs who can support you in asking those powerful questions that get you out of the judger pit and into the learner mindset. One of the reasons that we offer the coach approach program here at Tap the Potential is that's for the business owners and other members of the team is because we want you to have your team around you who can support you in asking those learner questions when you start going in the judger pit. So it's really good to surround yourself with others who have a positive mindset, who know how to ask powerful questions, who can support you and coach you when you find yourself in these situations and you're feeling like, well, your mental health is really suffering. So the other point that I want to make around this is that we cannot underestimate the impact that this has on our team. Our number one job, once we start hiring team members, is to protect those team members and the business. 
We have to be able to provide our team members with job security. And when we allow difficult clients and customers to dictate how things are done, we are not protecting our team members from them. And our team members need to know that we are going to back them up and we are not going to put them in a situation where they have to deal with verbal abuse, disrespect, physical threats, even that we need to communicate and convey to our team members, we value them over those difficult clients and customers. And this is really hard for those of us who have that people pleasing bug, because our natural tendency is to cater to the client or customer and just make them happy, right? I mean, the customer's always right. We hear that over and over. The customer's always right sometimes right? It's not always. The customer is sometimes right. Sometimes there's a middle ground and our team needs to know that we are going to back them up and that we are protecting them because if we don't do that, we will lose our A players. They're not going to continue to work in our businesses. But the other piece of that is the impact that it has on the profitability of the business because you end up doing going back and doing rework and just really going overboard to cater to these difficult clients and customers. And all of that costs money. And particularly when you get your team involved in doing that, now your, your payroll is increasing, your efficiency is going down, and you're going to have a harder and harder time being profitable. Okay, so we've thoroughly laid out the problem here. So let's talk about how to up-level your business and reduce your vulnerability to PETA clients and eliminate them once and for all in your business. And I'm not going to say you're never going to have them show up. They will show up, but I want to give you some tools to help you deal with them so that when they show up, you don't get sucked into the drama of trying to cater to them in every whim that they have. Okay. So the very first thing that I want to invite you to do is I want to invite you to think about your team and you as a big diamond, very precious gem that needs to be protected. And your sweet, so really let's think about, this is not just you and your team. This is you, your team, and your top clients and customers. They are this beautiful diamond and you, you need to protect them. So what do you do when you have a valuable diamond? You put a velvet rope around it and you don't let people come. They can look at it, but they can't touch it. They can't get behind the velvet rope. Only certain people are allowed behind the velvet rope because you know that they are safe and good, right? So I want you to think about you're going to put a velvet rope around your business. And the velvet rope is really comprised of your immutable laws and how you back up those immutable laws, how you walk your talk, right? So again, we're going to get into how to identify your immutable laws in our Better Business, Better Life Jumpstart. It's a live workshop. I will walk you through. I will answer all your questions about your immutable laws, and we will make sure you have some immutable laws identified by the end of the day in the jumpstart. So if you want to register for that, tapthepotential.com forward slash jumpstart. So the other thing I want you to think about are is really becoming aware of who your top clients and customers are. So I think it's so easy for us to get drawn into the complaints from our most difficult clients and customers. And we try to fix things for them. And we might try to improve systems in the business around their complaints. We're doing all the wrong things because what we're really doing 
is catering to the bottom 80% of our clients and customers that are only contributing 20% of the revenue. So this is where the 80-20 principle becomes so valuable in thinking this through. So according to the 80-20 principle, 20% of our clients and customers are responsible for 80% of our revenue. We've walked lots of clients through this 80-20 analysis in our Better Business, Better Life groups and in our Better Business, Better Life jumpstarts. And inevitably, the 80-20 principle holds up. It may be 16% instead of 20% of clients that are responsible for the majority of the revenue. It may be 10% of the clients versus 20%, but it's somewhere in there. It's gonna be a small percentage of clients top clients who are responsible for the majority of the revenue in your business. And I think one of the most eye-opening calculations you can do is to identify the 80% of your clients that are only responsible for 20% of your revenue. Just let that sink in for a moment. Identifying the 80% of your clients who are only responsible for 20% of your revenue. When you realize how many clients and customers, how many people you are serving just to have 20% of your revenue, it becomes really easy to not take so much flack from people who are difficult to deal with because you realize, hey, they're not in our top clients over here. They're not part of our top client mix. Why are we putting so much effort into trying to please them? And suddenly it becomes easier to say no suddenly it becomes easier to have stronger boundaries in the business and reinforce that velvet rope, right? There's a really nice, simple calculation and strategy that I share in the jumpstart around how you can increase the revenue from your top 20% of clients to replace any revenue that you would lose from the bottom 80% of your clients who are only contributing to 20% of your revenue. So once you understand that strategy, oh my gosh, it's so much easier to just say no. Once you recognize someone's going to be a difficult client or customer, or they violate your immutable laws in some way, it's much easier to just say, no, thank you. I'm going to refer you. I'll give you some other alternatives, but we're not going to serve you. And if you're in the midst of it with them, if you're in the midst of an engagement with them and it's a long-term engagement and things are starting to go bad and you're trying to fix things, but you just can't course correct, once you understand how to increase revenue from your top clients and customers by focusing on serving them better and adding more value, you are so much less beholden to these difficult clients and customers. It really lets you off that mental hook. It gives you this peace of mind and freedom in your thinking. I'm teaching that strategy too in jumpstart. So be sure to be in the jumpstart so you get your hands on that. And what I want to share with you when it comes to talking about your top clients and customers, it's not just about the revenue that they bring in. It is very possible that you can have your highest revenue client who's your biggest PETA client right? And that is a difficult place to be in. And it's, you feel beholden to them because you feel like, wow, if I made them angry, we're going to lose all that revenue. And so you feel like you got to just keep putting up with all their demands. And, and you tell your team, like, I know they're difficult, but we just got to put up with them. So those actually are not your most profitable clients right? They bring in a lot of revenue, but because of all the rework and the extra that you're having to do, it creates an efficiency in your business. And that could actually be causing you to lose profitability in your company. So in the jumpstart, when I teach this, I walk you through what are some of the criteria that you use to identify 
your top clients, because here's a big hint. Sometimes it's the ones who pay you the most who are the biggest pitas and you got to get rid of those too. And I show you how you can get rid of them and grow your profit and owner's pay all at the same time. So we go into all of this in the jumpstart. It's really beautiful because it gives you, again, that strength, that backbone that you need to just be able to say, no, I'm sorry, we're not going to do business with you. This is not a good fit for us. So I think one of the biggest pieces of feedback that we hear when we support our Better Business, Better Life clients in identifying their sweet spot in their business and getting those immutable laws clarified and understanding that there are certain services that are a joy. They're great for you and your team to be delivering. You enjoy doing that, that you guys are working from your strengths. And there's other services that you can just say, no, we're not going to do that. It gives you that freedom to really build the business around what's strong versus we got to do everything because it brings revenue into the business. And one of the clients that I think about who shared with us the impact this had on her very early on in her work with us in the Better Business, Better Life program, Tina Smith with Creative LLC. Tina's experience, and she shared this as a testimonial, she got clear on her top client profile and she immediately said, wow, this has freed up a lot of energy for me because she said one of the most fun things was being able to just say out loud, I don't like doing this kind of work. Let's not pursue this type of business anymore with these types of clients. And Tina was in that place where at first she was saying yes to any kind of business that would come her way. And they, she and her team were just taking whatever work they could get. And her biggest lesson was, you know, we actually hate doing some of these activities and we don't want to learn anymore about doing these activities. We don't want to get better at them because we don't enjoy doing them. And so she just decided with her team, like, these are specialties that we are not interested in and that we are not going to offer anymore. And she said it was also very freeing to have to feel like it gave permission to allow people not to like them, right? Because that's okay. Not everyone is going to like you. And Instead, when you start to focus on who your top clients are, then you can see, you know, these are the people we enjoy. These are the people who do like us. We like them and we can serve them really well. So being able to let go of that people pleasing and that feeling like I've got to go overboard and do like in Tina's case, she said we were doing 15 levels of edits for different things and it was so draining. And she said, you know what? We know now it's just better if they're not our clients. And so I think that's just such a powerful example of what this work really brings for us. So it brings peace of mind. It brings more profit because and here's the other thing that I teach in the Better Business, Better Life Jumpstart. And it's usually a huge light bulb moment. And that's that understanding that when we get really busy and we get at our capacity for ourselves and our team, we think, wow, we're really busy. We must need to hire. Let me throw a job ad together and let's see if we can get some help around here. And so you hire people. And what you're really doing, if you haven't clarified your sweet spot and done this 80-20 analysis on your business, is you may actually be hiring team members to come in and take care of the bottom 80% of your clients and customers who are only contributing 20% of your revenue. That has a huge impact on profit. It's very detrimental to your profit because payroll is one of your biggest expenses. So if you are growing your payroll, 
to take care of the bottom 80% of your clients and customers who are only contributing 20% to your revenue. Here's a newsflash, you will never be profitable, never. So it's so valuable to do this work, to niche down with a clearly defined sweet spot, identify your immutable laws, get clear on the top 20% of your clients and customers who drive 80% of your revenue and focus on serving them versus trying to cater and take care of all the difficult PETA clients and customers in your business. When you start saying no to those PETA clients, it frees up your energy to take better and better care of your top clients and customers. And a beautiful thing happens about six months into this process with our clients when they're focused on who their top clients are and what they need from them is you start saying no more frequently to those difficult clients and customers. They go away. It frees up time and mental space for you and your team. And you know what you can do with that time and mental space besides taking some weekends off and going home in the evenings and feeling peaceful and relaxed with your family is you can also start thinking about how can we take better care of our top clients? What else do they need from us? How can we love on them and serve them better and better, right? And so then you start innovating. And that, when I teach this in the Better Business, Better Life Jumpstart, I show you, like, that's how you start creating margin in your business so that you can have more profit and more owners pay, more money in your bank account than ever. Like, that's our promise here at Tap the Potential. So in the Better Business, Better Life Jumpstart, I'm going to walk you through step by step how all of this works and comes together to support you and having more time for what matters most and more money in your bank account than ever, because that's what the Tap the Potential Solution is all about. It's about freeing you up to focus on areas in the business that matter the most and areas in your life that matter the most and the people who matter the most around you. And I firmly believe that letting go of some of the most difficult clients and customers is your biggest step that you can take towards rescuing your mental health and being more present for the people who love you. And if you don't believe me, just interview the people who love you tonight <laughs> over dinner and ask them, what do you see when I'm really busy at work and worried about taking care of some of our difficult clients and customers? What do you see in me? That'll be eye-opening when you hear what they have to say back to you about what they observe in you. So if you need any more you know, inspiration to take some action here and make your business less vulnerable to these difficult clients and customers, check in with your loved ones and ask for their perspective on this. With that in mind, I want to say, join us in the jumpstart. It's tapthepotential.com forward slash jumpstart. And I really hope you're walking away from today's episode feeling more empowered like you can say no, you don't have to put up with all the craziness and the drama that the PETA clients cause in your business. And I also want to assure you that you don't have to fire all of your, you know, 80% of your clients that are only contributing to 20% of your revenue, because some of them aren't PETAs. They're just, they don't contribute a lot to the revenue. But I guarantee you, your PETA clients are going to be in there, the majority of them. And then also, if you have the big PETA client who's responsible for a majority of your revenue, when you come to the jumpstart, you're going to learn strategies to replace that revenue from that difficult client so that you feel like, okay, if you've gotten in that place where you really don't like your business anymore, maybe you resent your business, it doesn't feel fun to go to work. A lot of times it's because you've got too many PETA clients in it. And so we really love to help you identify what is your sweet spot 
for you and your team so that you can start working more from the sweet spot and working more with those clients that you love to serve. I've been using this strategy in my business for over 10 years now. And I can tell you year over year, we up level the quality of the clients that we serve. And we frequently at Tap the Potential, when we have team meetings and we talk about our clients and you know what their needs are and their wins and successes, it's not uncommon for one or more of our team members to say, I love working with them. They're awesome because that's how we feel about our clients. And that feeling is a direct result of what I've shared with you here today. So this, what I'm sharing with you here today comes from my own lived experience and guiding hundreds, if not thousands of business owners through this process. So trust me, this works in your business. It doesn't have to be scary. You can take some small steps forward in this direction and it will have a huge impact in your business and a relatively short period of time. So join us in the jumpstart, head on over to tapthepotential.com forward slash jumpstart. That's our better business, better life jumpstart. You get to work with me and members of our team, Melissa Swire, Caitlin Beaver, live in a closed door Zoom training. We meet five days in the workshop for an hour each day. And I teach, Melissa teaches, Caitlin teaches, and you get to ask us questions. You get to say, hey, how does this apply? I have this unique situation in my business. Or, hey, I have this PETA client. Help me figure out how to deal with them. We'll do that with you in the jumpstart. So tapthepotential.com forward slash jumpstart. And as we close today, I want to remind you, don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Profit by Design podcast on whatever platform you receive your podcasts on. Bye for now. Thank you for spending time with me today. Join me in our Tap the Potential Mighty Networks community at tapthepotential.com forward slash group. Share your aha moments from today's episode, ask me questions, and join in on the fun with your fellow entrepreneurs on the journey to designing sustainably profitable businesses that give you more time for what matters most and more money in your bank account than ever. Isn't it time you take your life back? And finally, share today's episode with a friend if you know a friend who would enjoy it. This is real life business. Keep your chin up. Keep moving forward. You got this.